Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. Amen, amen. Amen. Good morning, church. For this is the day the Lord has made, and we have a right and a reason to rejoice and to be glad in it. I greet you on this second Sunday of Advent, and I was glad when they said unto me, y'all, come on, it's time to go into the house of the Lord. And so wherever you are, thanks be to God, we get to be in his presence one more day. We can be in the house together and be all across this world and yet together go into the presence of the Lord. On this morning, as God is preparing our hearts uh, for, for this word, let's turn together to the gospel according to Luke and this first chapter. Luke, who said to his friend that he set out to write a story, a history of everything that happened concerning the life of Jesus and then of the church. Luke chapter 1. Lord God, we thank you for another opportunity to be together in your presence. We thank you, O God, that you are the great I am. We thank you for being the consistent one, and we thank you for worship. We thank you for allowing us to lift up holy hands. And now, Lord God, we ask that you would send your word to your people. We thank you that you have prepared uh, this message, Lord God, from generations past. And so we pray right now that the soil of our hearts would be prepared to receive what thus saith the Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke chapter 1, and we'll begin reading at verse 26. Verse 26, and I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version, Luke 1, 26. And the Bible says, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom and of his kingdom will, there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, Therefore, the child to be born will be holy, 
he will be called the Son of God, the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today for a title for the message that the Lord has prepared for us is I come in peace. I come in peace. Y'all, childbirth is a miracle. And, oh Lord, already. All right, we're going to rock out today. Let me say that again. For the worshipers who want to know what they miss. Childbirth is a miracle. Oh my. And it is one of the most complex processes of life. There are any number of connections, Deacon Linda, that must happen within the body for a human to be delivered in health. And that is complicated exponentially, y'all, with factors like the health of the baby and, and the health of the mother and the location where the birth takes place and the environment and the socioeconomic status and the race and the ethnicity and the chronological timing of the birth and medical intervention or lack thereof and the, the wisdom of support to the family and the list goes on and on and on. And there are experiences in life, beloved, uh, like this that are not either or, but are both and, both a blessing and that have the potential to be stress-inducing. And that's okay. That's okay. In such places in our lives, the Lord can come to us with the word of peace. I have come in peace. About 2,000 years ago, there was a conversation between an angel named Gabriel and a young, poor, brown girl named Miriam, named after the sister of Moses. Mary, as we know her in the, Old, in the New Testament, was a Nazarene Jew, and she was living as a peasant uh, in a peasant farming town, uh, and she was familiar with scripture. And it's thought that Mary, this woman that we're talking about, lived during a period of economic recession. And we know from scripture that she matured into adulthood in a time of political and social unrest in her region. Sounds familiar. She and her family, y'all, uh, and her people lived under the heavy-handed authority of the Roman government, and they lived in the presence of the religious temple leadership. In her teen years, Mary was of marrying age and about to embark on the next stage of her life. And the Bible says that in the sixth month of her Kinfolk Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, angel Gabriel to Nazareth, uh, to a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph. Scripture is tailored to teach us that this conversation was initiated in heaven. It's the Bible that says God sent the messenger. God sent the messenger. Do you know that God sends messengers on purpose? 
God's messenger in this conversation came to Mary on purpose with a purpose, Pastor. And scripture helps us to know who the recipient is. It's Mary. The Lord decided, y'all hear me? The Lord decided who would be the one to receive this message. It wasn't an accident. The Lord decided who would receive this visit from the holy messenger. And it helps us to know that this was not a mistake. Yes, she was a virgin. Help us, Lord. Yes, a young maiden. Yes, not yet married and not yet a part of Joseph's household, the man to cover her in society. And yet God had a word for her. Helping somebody this morning to know that God sent the messenger with the message. The angel went to her and said, greetings. You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting would be. We get to overhear this conversation in scripture and we hear that the first thing that Gabriel says to her is a pleasant greeting. But it's immediately followed by a swift reassurance. Now... If you saw me in the supermarket, Sister Kim, and you yelled across the cereal out, hey, Minister D, it's so good to see you. You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. I would smile and I would holler back, hey, Sister Kim, and we will go on our day. But the truth is, Sister Kim is not an angel and neither am I. And neither one of us appeared in the form of an angelic messenger. And so it makes sense to me that while the angel appeared with this greeting, I might be holding my breath for a minute and wonder why he was here. Uh-oh. What did I do now? Or what did they do now? Holding my breath to find out why he was here and what happened. And so even though we don't see any evidence of Mary speaking back to him, the words aren't written there in scripture. It didn't indicate that, that she was somehow troubled or she didn't say words that I'm disturbed. Um, but there's something in the knowing of the angel and of the Lord who knows us and, and loves us and cares about us and recognize that, that these unexpected appearances from messengers with messages that have been sent from God can cause a little something, something to happen on the inside. And so the Lord's message was tethered to a reassurance he loves us he doesn't come to hurt us I come in peace and I don't think that Mary was alone and feeling that way on that day whether she was like the ancients in scripture or like us today she was going about her day minding her business and in the midst of getting ready for, preparing for in this Advent season, what might have been one of the biggest things to happen in her life, the biggest transition in her life, she was in the preparation season, y'all. She was focused. She was espoused to Joseph. She would no longer be a maiden, but now a member of his family, of his household. And then this angel appears. Can you imagine, church, you're already in the midst of one big transition. You're focused over here. You're anticipating a new year, a new family, and changes, and then a heavenly being appears. 
Can you see it? But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. It was like he said, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I see your face. I feel your heart. I see the look on your, it's okay. It's okay. I come in peace. And now I can deliver the rest of the message to you. Now that I've settled you down, believer, enough. Now, now that I've calmed your anxiety a little bit about why I've come here, why the Lord has come with this message, now I can tell you the reason why the Lord sent me down from glory, Mary, into your day. The Bible says, and now... And now, behold, lo, see, and now you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. Well, thank you, Lord. That is wonderful news, said Mary. I, I am so sure I'm going to run back and tell Joseph that one day after we've got our house set up and our, got all our vegetables planted and, and we've got some bills paid off and we've done some things and we've traveled a little bit and we've gone to visit relatives and I'm so glad. I thank you for bringing me this message to hear that one day, someday, one day over there, down there, we will be blessed with a child. Was that? I beg your pardon, sir. Come again? Oh, you oh you mean now. Oh, you mean right now, before, but I don't and I don't mean no disrespect, but now? Something in the message in the scripture indicates that that this was gonna happen before she got married. And, I, and I'm glad what you said to me, uh, uh, Brother Gabriel. I'm glad that you told me that I was blessed and highly favored. We love to say that one. I'm so glad that you warmed me up a little bit and you told me don't worry about it. I'm so glad that you told me I was loved of the Lord that made me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. But now? How about God's timing, believer? An angel sent by God on purpose, with a purpose, with a message that wrecked my whole understanding about how this works, that changes everything in an instant. And I start to, to think about all the implications of what this messenger has come sent by God, the one who loves me and calls me favored. Uh, where, where, church, do we find peace in the middle of that? Because you started this thing off talking about I come in peace and then you gave me the okie doke and told me that my life was about to be changed. And, and now, and now, where am I? Where do we find the peace in the midst of the message that comes from the unexpected places and unexpected times? Where do we find the shalom, church? The shalom, the peace. Where is the harmony? Where is the wholeness? Where is the completeness? Where is the tranquility in the middle of that message? Where is my well-being, Lord? Are you really concerned about that? I know you said you love me, but you told me that. How is that going to work out? Where is the contentment that I'm supposed to experience in this Advent peace, oh God, when you said what you said? like you said it to me 
No, I, I mean it, really, Lord. Where is the peace? Life is already complicated enough. It's already hard for me here and right now. And God, I love you, I do, but why are you sending me more? Come on, somebody. I'm supposed to be blessed and highly favored. Why, why, why the both and the blessing and the certain hardship to come wrapped up in one? And I imagine that the people then in Mary's time in the first century Galilee aren't a whole lot different than we are now. I believe that they wanted to live in peace like we want to live in peace as much as we do today. They did then. I mean, didn't they have songs in the hood too, anthems to help lift them up? I heard them singing, mother, mother, why, why there's far too many of you crying? Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. And, and, and you've got to find a way. we got to find a way to bring some love in here today. Yeah. What's going on? Ain't a whole lot changed, y'all. What's going on? And you said, I come in peace? I hear you saying, preacher, I hear you saying that the messenger came in peace, but, but what difference does it make how the messenger came if the world that I live in, if my world ain't at peace? And now a baby? Somebody tell the truth. And now a baby? Yes, yes, a new blessed thing, a wonderful thing, a new calling. Yes, a new opportunity from on high. Yes, a new church. Yes, it's exciting. But what about the fact, Lord, that you asked her to carry the new thing in the midst of a broken world? What about the fact, Lord, that you're asking her to carry the savior of the broken world into the broken world? How much has changed, church? Children that are born here today encounter any number of challenges that they can make this a tough place to be nurtured into. But we thank God for community of people, black and brown people, who are still working hard to make sure that our children can not just live but thrive. Amen. But we too live under the regime, the oppressive systemic racism that permeates every area of society and pushes its way into our communities to gentrify, to isolate, to strip our families of their dignity and to convince our young ones that their roots are not deep and impressive instead of the knowledge of how we as a people through small, though small have laid the foundations of schools and institutions and nations. They are born like this baby into a world where some children are allowed to disrespect their mothers and are told it's okay to raise their hand to their teachers. They come and born into a world where even some of them have sunken into the desperation that they have turned against their own. The point is that for a baby born in the hood, whether it was then or now, life ain't no crystal stair. And I got a sneaky suspicion, church, that this isn't just her story. I heard enough amens to wonder if it's yours, too. Maybe we are more alike than different. Because as children of the Most High God, we, too, are favored and blessed. Watch out now how often you say that. Because the truth is... The truth is that each one of us 
is holding the treasure of the Holy Spirit as an inheritance through the kinship of Jesus Christ. Each one of us who are called the sons and daughters of God are brought by the blood of the lamb. And each one of us has been visited like our sister. Each one of us has had an encounter. Think about it in preaching or in the teaching or through the worship or in the music, in the songs and in the reading. When you're walking down the sleep or st street or sleeping in your bed, each one of us, and you might be having one right now, each one of us have had a time when the messenger came and he had to begin with, don't worry. Don't be afraid. I know what it looks like, but I come in peace. And I know you say that, Lord, not convinced yet. I know that you say you come in peace, oh, messenger for on high. But I'm just checking because sometimes, sometimes I see you coming, Lord, and I don't want nobody bringing me no bad news. Okay, okay, you come in peace. I get it. I hear you. But sometimes, Jehovah, sometimes, Lord, who I love, you tell me to do things, and then you expect me to be obedient to it. Sometimes I hear you telling me that you come in peace. But the Lord says today, Mary, trust God. It's because you are blessed. It's because you are favored of God and you are loved of God. Yes, you are. God knows what he has for you and he knows that what he has for you is far beyond anything. Receive this word that you have imagined for yourself. And he's got to settle you down so that you can hear about the miracle that's on the way. Mary considered the present circumstances of her life. And I know she had to ask, because I ask, and I'm sure you ask, how will this be? Do you see what I see? She looked around at where she lived, y'all. She looked around. She turned on the news. She listened for what was going on. She checked her bank account, and she looked in the mirror, and she said, but I'm a virgin, and whatever that means for you. Me? You come in peace, but now? And here? And me? Don't you know, church? Don't you know the Lord wants us to know today that there are messages being spoken all over the hood? Yeah. Don't you know that there are angels showing up in places that you'd never imagine? Because God's got a miracle to deliver through you. Amen. Yes, you and now and here. And it's not in spite of your story. God knows where you came from. 
He knows what you were born into, and he knows what you faced on the journey. He knows what decisions you made. He knows who your parents were and who they weren't, and he knows where you did and you did not go to school, and he knows what resources they withheld from you in the delivery room and in the stable, and he knows who wasn't there with you when the baby was coming, and he knows that the hit was put on the baby's life before they were even born or had a chance to make a difference in the world. And he knows that the stones that were headed for you because you aren't married yet, that he held them back. God already knows. And he said, don't be afraid because I come in peace. I still come in peace. Don't, don't, don't be afraid. I heard somebody say peace is not the absence of conflict, but it's the presence of something else. You don't have to wait for it to be a certain way. Even before the blessing has been delivered, he already comes in peace. What kind of God do we serve? That's good news for you today. That's good news for me today. While you wait, while you advent wait for some things to get right, for some people to get right, for them to come into place, into the not yet, you can already experience the peace that don't make no sense. Anybody living in the Advent not yet? Come in peace. Because maybe you were still poor, Mary. Help us. But you said, yes, be it unto me. I will carry the peace. He'll use you right where you are right now to do a new thing in this world. There is a miracle that the Lord has prepared for you to carry. There's a miracle, brother, for you to carry. You just didn't know you could give birth. And in this Advent season, in this season of expectation while we wait, the days are darker and you may lose hope, but I want you to get excited. I want you to get ready because the baby is on the way. Your heart may be afraid, sister. Your heart may be afraid, brother, but don't let it be troubled. Because the messenger comes in peace. Why does the messenger come in peace, Pastor? The messenger comes in peace because the message is that peace is coming. Oh, God, the peace bringer is on the way. 
I come in peace because I'm bringing the peace bringer and it's going to be delivered through you. Hallelujah. Make me a vessel, oh God. Mary, please tell us more. We love this story that you shared with us. Tell us more if we, because if we never needed peace before, right now in December 2021, oh, how we need God's peace. We sure do. We sure do need it now, Mary. Please tell us, encourage our hearts. What happened next? Come on, y'all, let's go. Tell us, did he do it, Mary? Tell us, tell us how all this worked out for you and how it worked out for Joseph and the family. Did, did it happen like the angel said? Did, did he bring peace? All right, my sisters and brothers, I tell you. But I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you, Brother Rasheen. I got to be honest with you, Minister Tamika. It wasn't easy. I said, yes, be it unto me. Yes, Lord, use me as a vessel of your peace. But it wasn't easy because we had to go through some things, church. I won't sugarcoat it for you. We had to go through so much. Having a baby is a blessing. It's, it's a miracle, but it also comes with some challenges. We had to go through so much, but in obedience to the word of God and with the Lord being my help. And I was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost, by the power. I did it. I delivered peace. Be overshadowed by the power. Let the Holy Ghost overwhelm you. And that thing what he put on the inside will be delivered in health. It doesn't matter what the circumstances look like all around you. He'll bring that thing forward because it's not just for you, Mary. But that baby is for the nations and for your children's children and for your children's children's children and for the world to be saved. Tell me how it worked out, Mary. Because you were a young girl just like I was. You in a situation you don't know how you got into, but did it work out? And I don't know your story, she said. Because I'm over here and you're over there, but we serve the same God. And I want you to know that he did it. The Lord did it right here, right in the middle of the mess, right in the middle of the chaos, right in the middle of the sin of the world. The Lord did it in the middle of my world, little old me. And if he did it for me, he can do it for you, won't he? Won't he? Won't he do it? He did it. He brought that peace forth in the middle of my pain, Pastor. In the middle, in the middle of the loneliness. In the middle, in the middle of my five-year plans. In the middle, in the middle of my story. And in the middle of your story, he interrupted your life and sent the peace through you. Oh, yes, he did. It's the reason why you can be here today clothing your right mind. It's because he delivered the peace through you and why won't you show that baby to somebody else share that baby with the world because oh how we need the Lord's peace just because it's hard don't you say no to God hallelujah let the Holy Ghost implant what needs to come through you he did it 
I want you to be encouraged today. Rest on your feet because he did it. And if he did it before, he will do it again. The Lord is faithful. In the middle of everything, he sent his peace through me. And I want you to know, I sent out the announcements to the whole community. And I'm announcing to the world that a beautiful brown baby boy was born in the middle of the mess. He was given to us a son. Oh, yes, he was. A son was given to me in the middle of the chaos. Peace was born through me. A son was given to us. And, and, and a son was given to us. A child was born. And authority, hallelujah. That's your brown baby born in the hood. Oh, yes, it is. And authority rested, rested upon her shoulders. Hallelujah. And his name is Wonderful Counselor. Does anybody know him today? Did peace walk into your life unexpectedly and said, don't worry, everything is going to be all right. It's already all right. They're still fighting. But it's alright, he's a wonderful counselor. And he was, oh yes he was, that baby born outside in horrible conditions. He was a wonderful counselor already. They're already as the Lord has called them to be. Let the Lord name your baby, hallelujah. He was a wonderful counselor. He is the mighty God and the everlasting Father. And don't you know, don't you know my baby that was born of the Holy Spirit? Don't you know when I thought I would never uh -huh, sleep again at night? Don't you know when I didn't know when the yelling in the house would stop? Don't you know when I didn't know if they would kill me for being pregnant when I wasn't married? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know that that baby, when I saw his face, I just knew he was the Prince of Peace. And from that day forward, he's been the Prince of Peace over my life and over this world. For unto us a child is born. You're not even sure if it's going to come forth. For unto us a child is born. Did the Lord tell you it would come for unto us, for unto you, the child will be born. Fear not if the baby comes in peace because he is the prince of peace. Does anybody need God's peace today? Do you remember when the messenger came to you? And said to you, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Don't be afraid, I come, I come in peace, I come with the word. Remember who you are, Mary, it's okay, it's okay. Remember your love, Mary, it's all right, it's all right. Remember your love, your love and your, your favorite of God, it's okay, it's okay. I know the conditions look horrible for anything to get better, but it's all right, all right. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. That's him. 
the peace bringer. He's the one, the same baby is the one who walked the earth healing and saving and delivering. He's the one, the rabbi teacher who, who taught us all things in the word. He's the one, that little baby. That's the one who, who, who walked and touched people who nobody else would touch. That was you. That was you, woman, that he healed from the issues. Hallelujah. That was you, that same baby. It didn't look like he could have been anything in his life, but look. That same baby was the one that was such a peace bringer that they crucified him on Calvary's cross. They tried to crucify peace. Ha ha. They tried to kill peace. And the enemy wants to kill peace in your life. But guess what? He didn't stay on the cross because on the third day, peace got up with all power in his hand. So don't be afraid. Peace is your inheritance. Hallelujah. And he sits at the right hand praying for us. Can't kill peace. Light will always overpower darkness. Do you know him today? Rest on your feet. Thank you, Lord, for your word of encouragement. Thank you, Lord, for the word that reminds us that you can bring forth beautiful things and in horrible spaces and in dangerous places, oh God. Thank you that you come to us in love and in peace. And you use us, oh God, to walk into spaces and speak peace. He is here. He is here. And he came. He was born to die. What are you talking about? That, that, that girl's baby, the one that God's promised to her, you, you mean to tell me, preacher, that he was born with, with, with dying, that that, that, was a part of, that was a part of, it, of who he was going to be? That, that that mother had to go through losing her son. Yes, yes. And you know why? You know why that major sacrifice was made? It was made for you. Hallelujah. Because God looked down from heaven and saw that we were so far apart from him that we could not come back. And so he needed to send a bridge away for God's creation to come back. And, and the only way that that could happen was if God himself came down. And so the Lord God came down wrapped in flesh and was born of a woman named Mary. It was born of a woman and she used, she allowed her body to be used so that the world will be reconciled back to God. All that was done for you. The gift was already wrapped and prepared for you. You waiting on Christmas, but hallelujah, don't you know the gift has already been given? Will you accept him as your Lord and Savior? That's the question. The gift has been prepared for you. Jesus died on the cross because our sins needed uh, uh, to be forgiven and that had to come through a blood sacrifice. And so he did that for us so that we wouldn't have to. And, and that's to cover the sins of our past and of our today's sins and of the sins that we haven't committed yet. The price has already been paid. The redeemer of the world was born and died and resurrected. And then all you have to do is say like Mary did. Yes, God. Will you receive the gift? If there's one here, whether you be online or streaming later, drop a note in the chat. If you are here, won't you come? Why don't you come and receive the gift that was prepared for you? Where are you? Where are you? Nobody ever gave me nothing for free. I know. 
I know it don't sound like it's real, but somebody witness and testify that you didn't do anything to get the gift of salvation. There's nothing we can do. We can't order it on Amazon. We can't go and get it. There's nothing that you need to pay for it. There's no hoops you got to jump through because God loves you. He wants to bring you into the family. Come on and receive the gift of salvation. Let him save you so that you can live in eternity with the one who loves you the most. He's here. Come on and say yes. Come on, take a walk. It'll be the best one you ever taken in your life. Just as you are. You ain't got to clean nothing up. There's nothing you can clean up. He loves you. He already knows who you are. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. Are you here today? You've never given your life to Jesus. Come on, do it now. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow is not promised to us. Today, do it today. Hallelujah. Give them glory. and you kind of went to the left when Jesus said go to the right but, but today, today the Lord sits here not judging but with open arms and so are we why don't you come the need of your heart for salvation hallelujah for reconciliation for, for church fellowship why don't you come saints are praying for you right now it's so much better together Hallelujah. Are you here? Do it today. If you don't do it while we're here, when you leave this place, have a conversation with Jesus. Just tell him. Pour out the issues of your heart. You don't need to be inside the sanctuary for him to save you, but you do need a savior. And you need a Lord. Let him be Lord over your life. That means he will guide you each day. You, you subject yourself to his kingship. The Lord is keeping the doors open because somebody needs to come on in. Come on in, come on in. Come on in, come on in. It's not about the people, it's about the Savior. Come on in, come on in. Come on in, come on in. 
under the shadow of the most high God. Let him cover you with his wings. Come on in. It's too stormy out there. Come on in. We're safe. Come on in. When you've been battered by the waves, come on in and let him speak peace. Be still. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Hallelujah. He loves you. He loves you. Yes, he saw it last night. He loves you. He loves you. Yes, he knows about that. He loves you. He loves you. Yes, he knows. He loves you. He loves you. The struggle is real. Yes, it is. He loves you. He loves you. It doesn't matter what they said. He loves you. He loves you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Just as you are because he formed you. Hallelujah. And knit you together in your mother's womb. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Give God praise. somebody and say, God's got a miracle to deliver through you. God's got a miracle to deliver through you. Through you. The world is waiting for the miracle to be delivered through you. Uh, hallelujah. 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 Don't block my blessing. Don't block my blessing by your no. God's got a miracle to be delivered through you. Hallelujah. How many heard the word today? Hmm. Hallelujah. Our benediction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I pray that nobody goes home the same way that they came here. I pray... That nobody goes home anxious, even though the word of the Lord might have created anxiety. Because the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your heart and your mind. As we go, as we go, as we go, make sure you pray for the minister of God this week. When you share a word like that, you come under attack. And we, we rebuke every attack that would come. To her and her house in the name of the Lord. We speak peace over her house. We speak peace over her life. We speak peace over everything concerning her. And we thank you, Lord, for using her as you did. As we receive our benediction for this evening, may, the, may you be filled with the wonders of Mary, the obedience of Joseph, the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the determination of the Magi, 
and the peace of the Christ child. May God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. And all of God's people said, Amen. God bless you all. You are dismissed. As we are being dismissed, Deaconess D. Tisdale went home to be with the Lord just this past week, and her funeral will be on this Thursday coming. We're still finalizing plans, but the funeral will be on this Thursday coming. If you can clear your schedule, please clear your schedule and be with us in worship and celebration of a life well lived. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.